0: everybody. Welcome back to Jedi Eternal Star Wars Podcast. This is episode 62. Here we are back in the studio after a little bit of a hiatus during our our transition. I am one of your co-hosts, Braxton Taylor, alongside Andrew. Doesn't know a good deal when he sees one bowling listen I buddy you're going i don't with. think you have any clue what the word passive income is <laughs> andrew's over here first of all I'm, I'm sitting here lonely crying he's over there in the corner with his wife like trying to buy cars or whatever i'm trying to help him you know i'm trying to look out for him I'm trying to help my buddy here and i find a pristine beautiful mm. 2003 limousine for only like seven thousand dollars okay
1: i'm right. like okay bud
0: have you ever heard of passive income? This could be your daily driver, and you could also have a business on the side. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, uh, well,
1: okay. Come on. Well, so- come on.
0: Tell me what they issue.
1: <laughs> I don't want to hear you tell me about um, passive income when you're over there spending your hard-earned money on Candy Crush. No, I don't spend <laughs> my money on Candy my Crush. My man's okay? over there sitting... Now, here's the real I story. I
0: request to middle-aged women to I'm- send me free lives.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here trying to find a vehicle for my wife. And oh, uh, and and Braxton's over there playing Candy Crush, and I saw it. I'm like, wait! I, th- I was like, I thought we made fun of people that play Candy Crush. Yeah, maybe when it was twelve. I'm twenty. I'm going on twenty six. This is a fun game, okay? I
0: don't care what you it's say. Like,
1: of all the mobile games out there, your 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 poison is Candy Crush. I have like
0: twenty games on my phone, but I do play Candy Crush every single day. So anyway so long story short I uh, hope everybody's doing good as you can tell we're on one today <laughs> clearly uh, it's been an interesting day long story short we hope you know we're doing well thank you for coming back this is the first episode we, in a little bit again it seems like every every episode we've had has been kind of off and on Man, it's, a, it's crazy
1: it's been it's been a crazy year it has, um, it you has. know we started this to put it into perspective we started mm-hmm. this thing right before covid hit, okay <laughs> yeah and but what that allowed us to do plenty of time <laughs> was to have plenty of time <laughs> yeah. to to um to easily uh to record like every week right i mean we mm-hmm. went very consistent oh, for yeah. a very oh yeah, long yeah. Time. we had nothing else to do <laughs> um now yeah. that things have kind of came kind of turned back to normal sort of and it's kind of sort uh, of go back in it's, it's sort of but... <laughs> starting to go backwards but yeah, we'll see where yeah. things go but yeah. All that being said, you know, life has gotten a lot busier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been mm-hmm. much harder for us to um, get together and record mm-hmm. as much. But please do not fret. We're not going anywhere. Right, um right. we're still we're still in this for the long haul. We just may not be as consistent as <laughs> well, as we used to and, be. And hey,
0: right. if we don't have a podcast, as you guys have seen, we're all, we are con, you know, fairly consistently posting our Let's Plays as well. Yeah, so, so,
1: and that's kind of been our new plan, right? And just mm-hmm. just in case you have not heard, our new structure is that we want to do a podcast every other week. Mm-hmm. And then on those off weeks, we mm-hmm. have our Let's Play videos. And then yeah. if something goes awry and we cannot have our podcast... Again, we can still post another let's play. That's yeah. the idea, is that yeah. no matter what, there is something from us every week. And if you choose to uh, if you if you truly want us in your life every week, which you know <laughs> There's that's, something that's out debatable. There. <laughs> but, um I I will say, if you've not watched our let's plays yet, please go and support please, it. Um please. I'm just gonna be brutally honest. Uh, With ourselves and you guys, our Let's Play view counts are very low. Um, In comparison to how many of you listen to our podcast, it is a very, very vast difference. Uh, And so um, please go and support that if you're interested. Even if you're not interested, like... If if you do it just to listen to us, like we still have our our typical like banter back and forth, like middle school. Like, uh, if banter, if nothing yeah. else, if you just want to <laughs> listen to us ramble, like yeah, you can do that on there. It's yeah. not we we don't just talk about the game. There is more, and uh, and trust yeah. me, we're gonna get into some crazy stuff as as the series yes. goes on. So please consider supporting that. Um, Those view counts and shares would be (coughs) tremendous. Even if you don't watch it, if you just want to share the video to your Facebook, Um, like that's going to help us too, you know, every, every share, every view count helps.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, just kind of bounce off of what Andrew's saying, you know, one of the reasons that we're even doing let's plays is because uh, a lot of people suggested that funny enough, like, like uh, several months ago, we did some polls like, Hey, you know, we thought about expanding. What are some things And, and adding video and playing games was a big one. Um, so, so if you guys are, are not enjoying it or something like that, or
1: maybe there's something you thought we could do better or whatever, let us know. We want to know. We want to yeah, have it better. And so for sure, like that's one thing, right? If there's something you don't like about it, just tell us. Yeah, like, we will we absolutely we change it. We'll change it. We are, um, we are your, uh, and one person service. did Yeah, actually, I don't know if you've seen. Yeah. Yes, I did Alex, actually. Alex Mason, um, suggested okay, that anyway. we, yeah, he, he said, um, he asked for us to skip the dialogue. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. And so that's um, our first. Um, or was there another one? I haven't. Seen.
0: Well, originally, promised. It, it oh, originally, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So like that's that. yeah.
1: that's something we're gonna take into consideration going forward. Um, mm-hmm. And if if that's something that people don't want to wait through, that's fine with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sure. like yeah. well, it'll make us get through it faster. So. Yeah. Um, so that's stuff stuff to consider, but
0: yeah, and we also try to do it pretty raw too. You know, like what you know what we're playing is what we do. So if you want some more editing, where it's just kind of like skipping to the clippable moment sort of thing, like we can also try to do that as well. But. It's just whatever yeah. you guys want, but at the end of the day, we want you guys to be happy, we want you
1: guys to uh, enjoy whatever we're doing, so let us yeah. know. And one last thing about it. If you only watched our first episode, please, 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 please <laughs> give it another chance, yeah. because we have made several improvements since yes. that first episode. Yes. Not only, I think, in just content-wise, where lo- we loosened up a little after that first episode, yes. but also... Um, in our um, capability, recording capabilities, everything yeah. is much higher that's tier now than it was in yeah. that first video. So that's another thing to consider because our first video had a lot more views than the rest of our videos. Yeah. So we know some of you watched that and then like, quit.
0: Oh wow, that was horrible! It's it is better now. It may still yeah. not be your thing, and that's fine yeah. if it's
1: not. But it is better quality give it a than it originally was. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: So we're not going to harp on it too much longer, but uh, we do think each and every one of you who have continued to support us through that as we kind of try to venture on a, on a second secondary thing. But uh, we'd ask that you just uh, help us out here, support us a little bit. Again, if you don't like it for some reason, like a specific reason, let us know. But what we will continue to do is our podcast, which we know a lot of people like. So we're going to move on with our regularly scheduled program here. So, we have quite a bit of news, a lot of stuff we kind of had, a lot of stuff
1: build up as we weren't doing a podcast for two or three weeks straight. (laughs) Sure, and there's... A lot we just kind of had to uh, push off to the side and not even talk about today. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, there's just been a lot of news that has compiled exactly. in the time that, it, and in, in what, almost a month since we did the podcast last. Yeah, so
0: cool. Anyway, sorry about that, folks. But we're <laughs> going to hit on some of the bigger things. These are things you may already know uh, about, but we want to make sure that we hit on it for anyone who may not be familiar. Right. So, number one, numero uno, is Disney has announced that their uh, Disney Plus Day is going to be hitting on November 12th. So if you those of you who may or may not remember Disney uh, plus day in 2020 was about a month later, so it's a month earlier coming in. But that was when we got all of the news of all the the crazy shows that we are getting, right? All, all the million and one Disney plus Star Wars shows. So, we don't know exactly what's going to be On that list, that I know of at least, but we do know that Disney Plus Day is coming November 12th, and it's very possible that we're going to get some big drops or at least something to kind of chew on, maybe more details on the things that we already know of. So, Drew, what do you have on that?
1: Yeah, so they're saying this is going to be an unprecedented company-wide cross-promotional campaign, and its it's purpose is to increase engagement with Disney Plus. They said they have a really exciting lineup of titles to announce Mm. so we of course can assume that we're going to probably see uh very similar to what we saw last year uh, when they had um a similar thing we saw titles from from all the different branches of disney right and so you know you're going to have your mcu stuff you're going to have your uh your pixar Mm. you know just disney animation But then, and the reason Mm -hmm. we're bringing it up is because you're also going to get Star Wars. Yeah. Now, uh, for those of you who may not know this, all of those titles we got last year, towards the very end of the year, all of a sudden we had this big, long uh, announcement of Star Wars titles that came out of nowhere, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. That came from this event last year. Yeah. And so... Now, I don't think we're going to get that again this yeah, year not as because big, we've imagine. already announced the t- titles for uh, multiple years, right? Yeah. But I do think that we are going to receive some fairly big updates mm-hmm. for some of these titles mm-hmm. um, and with, of course, the opportunity to announce a couple of new ones as well. Sure. But yeah. I think we will receive updates and if, yeah. looking at the time um, I think there's it's safe bet to assume that we could see potentially see Andor yeah involved yeah. in this Absolutely. and uh, even maybe Kenobi. Yeah those would be my Absolutely. two biggest um, guesses at maybe seeing some kind of. Now something also to consider is last year when they did show teasers, they didn't show it to everyone. Sure, and that yeah. was kind of a big bummer. But um, yeah, I remember,
0: yeah, because we was watching it, and then like yeah. every time, like, every time we show a teaser, black out the yeah, screen. I'm like they what?
1: would, they would cut it off. Come on, yeah. Um, so yeah. we'll see how that goes, but guaranteed there will be some exciting stuff come out of that, and we'll probably do what we did last year. Uh, we will create a post where we will live um, comment during the episode and keep you guys updated, so you can follow yeah. that um, that that thread, and yeah. we'll keep you guys up to date. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's go ahead and move on. Drew takes on the next one.
1: Yeah, so next we have um, the next tier of the Essential Legends Collection. So this is the third wave of books um, that they have now announced. Now, actually, the second wave has not even been released yet. (laughs) Um, They release, I believe, next month in September, but we've already got a third wave announced. Now, as I have said to you guys before, I think... There may be more to this than meets the eye, like the uh Transformers, um. yeah.
0: More than meets the eye, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> because yeah. let's well, let's just let's go before I tell you the new titles. Let's talk about what we've already gotten, right? Mm-hmm. We got um, we got Heir to the Empire in wave one, mm-hmm. we got Darth Bane Path of Destruction in wave one, and then we got Shatterpoint in wave one. Mm-hmm. Okay, we know that. Thrawn is a very important character in Star Wars right now. And we know that oh, there's yeah. more. more to come with him. So heir to the empire, the connection there, we know that, um, there's a lot of talk about Sith Lords going on right now and potential, um, things to do with Sith Lords and the old Republic. Mm-hmm. So there's your Darth Bane connection. And then Shatterpoint's points, the one that's kind of less obvious, but I do want to point out that a lot of people still, to this day, believe Mace Windu is not dead, <laughs> yeah. and that he eventually yeah. will come back for something. So, yeah, is there a connection that. to that or not with this novel? Because the Shatterpoint novel is focused on Mace Windu, so that's something to consider.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just, just going to hit on that same, basically, that same thing. Uh, not to regurgitate, but the same on the same place here. You know, we had seen a lot of uh, a lot of. Legends, things that are being somewhat related to or tied to things that are going on. Right. And right. so, yeah, it would make a lot of sense that, hey, you know, maybe these really aren't, le- you know, uh, going to ever come to fruition. They're going to stay legends, but it's kind of. <laughs> sparking that fire you know rekindling the flame getting people like hey thinking about these characters again or that
1: storyline again right. and they're going to play a motif yeah. on that so. so and then wave two which is coming out next month where we're getting the second book in the in the Thrawn trilogy um Dark Force Rising and then we are getting the second Darth Bane book Darth Bane Roll of two and then we're getting the first book in the X-Wing series X-Wing Rogue Squadron that is significant as well because mm-hmm. as we know yeah. we are getting a movie titled Rogue Squadron.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's very true.
1: Now let's discuss this new phase that was just announced. And this is again kind of to me is still hinting at these these books may have more significance than what we know. Yeah. Wave 3 is going to have of course, the final book in the Darth Bane trilogy. Darth Bane, Dynasty of Evil. Then it's going to have the second book in the X-Wing series, X-Wing Wedges Gamble. But, and this is the one that, again, I think is very interesting to point out. Um, it's also going to have Kenobi. Kenobi! And, first of all, excellent novel. But is it
0: the one that... Uh, John, John Jackson, Jackson Miller. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes, and so, again... There's a good reason for that to be yeah. being released right now, right? Yep. Yep. And then we also are getting Darth Plagueis. Mm. A lot of focus on the Sith mm. in these. and Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now you could say, well, it's just because they're great novels. It's true. Like Most yeah, of sure, these are sure. fantastic novels. And there were ones that when they came out, a lot and, of people liked. You know what I'm saying? And there's there's right. a fan favorites. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But... Um, it, it's only. I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see. But I think there's good things to come from this. Yeah, I yeah, think absolutely. that there there are things we can look a little deeper into with what we're seeing here and right. the tra- the trajectory of, of Lucasfilm. Yeah, but let's. Um, <laughs> my dog is like <laughs> going crazy. <laughs> she wants she, she just wants me to scratch her uh, bottom. Oh, say bottom just in case gosh. some kids are listening. Oh my gosh. Bottom.
0: Uh and to be clarify even further, it's 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 on her lower back above her tail. Okay, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so is that way ahead on that one? Or are we going to move on? Yeah, that's all we got. Uh, okay, get me distracted <laughs>
0: Here. Anyway, uh, all right. So this is again something that's probably not a big shocker to anybody, just in general, and secondarily you may have probably have already seen this at this point. But those of you who may not be aware, we wanted to make sure to hit on this because it is pretty big, and that is that we have a confirmation from Disney themselves that Bad Batch is confirmed uh, to receive a season two reprisal, or a reprisal, or however you say it. <laughs> so, so yeah, Bad Batch is coming uh, back for a season two. Of course, we're going to get later in this episode, our main topic is discussing the finale and the end of the season. But for those of you who enjoyed it, or those of you who went, hey man, this this story is really not as resolved as I'd want it to be, well, hey, season two is coming. So Drew, do you have anything to say to that? Nope. <laughs> All right. Then take us on to our next one. <laughs> we have right. more thoughts on no, Bad Batch. I mean, yeah. We're going to get down we'll, to we'll, it. We don't we'll want to harp t- on yeah, it.
1: Yeah, let's, let's not waste yeah. any time right now about it. We're going to, just uh, as a uh, preview, yes, we are going to talk about the season finale of Bad Batch yeah. as our main topic. Yeah. So we'll get to it. We'll get there <laughs> at some point. Yeah. We'll get You'll to hear it. about it. <laughs> Moving on. Now, this is uh, this was a surprise when they when they announced it. Um there's going to be a Lego, another Lego Star Wars movie coming out yep. on Disney Plus. Yeah, um, titled Star Wars <laughs> Terrifying Tales. Now, uh, you know you make that joke, but it really, truly is taking place after the events of Rise of the Sky. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. Um, no. So again, the only thing. <laughs> The only thing that take place after Rise of Skywalker uh, is now going to be these two Lego, Lego movies <laughs> because no one else has the guts to, uh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> to have anything taking I don't place even in that, time that. Period. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so basically it says, uh, well, let's just read this. After the events <laughs> yeah, yeah. of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, Poe Dameron and BB-8 oh. must make an emergency landing on the volcanic planet Mustafar where they meet the greedy and conniving Grab- Grabala the Hutt. The crime boss has purchased Darth Vader's castle and is renovating it into the galaxy's first all-inclusive Sith-inspired luxury hotel. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so anyway, how many are, Sith are there? You know, that's one. Uh, to make a longer story short, along the way they sh- they um, end up like talking about three creepy stories linked to ancient artifacts and iconic villains from across all eras of Star Wars. So it's probably gonna have um, like a, I assume it'll focus on like sith again probably um, oh yeah i'm sure in that yeah. but like again i'll also assume like the first one this will not be canon Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it is funny that it's up in the air at this point but <laughs> it is funny though that like this is what uh what we get from after rise of skywalker i mean
0: honestly at this point it's like well they don't they don't they don't want to to let me phrase that they don't want to actually do it they just kind of want to toy with the idea so all they're willing to do is an animated lego movie yeah you know yeah
1: um but (laughs) i will be watching this i'm sure it'll be a great time um you know it'll be a fun little thing i can watch with my daughter and yeah so.
0: Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, we'll definitely watch it. I mean, we'll
1: watch, we'll watch it together, and we'll watch it together daughter, for yeah. sure.
0: Uh, she, his daughter might be there. Yeah, she might be there. <laughs> she could be there. I don't know. She could, I don't know. We'll see.
1: She might talk too much. I'm like, go play hey, in your go, room. Go, go back. We're to trying, room. Okay. trying to watch this like, oh Lego movie.
0: Lego, my back anyway no uh no so anyway we'll probably watch it we'll probably love it it's gonna be funny just like the last one um you know because they're not serious but again i think it's just more than anything it's kind of funny yeah that's how they're well and our
1: expectations are set this time we got we were a little disappointed last time because our expectations were a little too high yeah we didn't Um, know what to expect yeah there was there's a couple things that yeah but anyway Oh, it's just, it's, I think it's okay. Sorry, we paused. I, it... I thought
0: our, the recording went off for a second on his computer, and like, oh, no, it's, it's just a uh, yeah. screensaver.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> thought it, it messed up. That was like, scary. No! No, we're good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, anyways, yeah. that's all I'll say about that.
0: <laughs> all right, so let's move on to our final news piece for the week. Again, we had more stuff to talk about, but we just wanted to shorten it just to, to make this not like a crazy two-hour long episode. Um, but the final news piece, uh, news piece for this week uh, is that the second installment of Tales from Galaxy's Edge, which was a VR game, is actually arriving this fall. Um, so those of you, again, who may not be exactly familiar with this, um, on Oculus uh, Quest, or excuse me, uh, yes, Oculus Quest. Yeah. Um they had released an exclusive VR experience in a VR game called Tales from Galaxy's Edge uh, where, again, you could go and, and play as this kind of an anonymous Star Wars character, and you're going throughout the different eras of Galax- or, excuse me, uh, Galaxy's Edge uh, Batuu, how, how kind of went how it went through it. So, long story short, the next installment of that game, so just the next part that they're releasing is coming out this
1: yeah, so I started the first one. We live streamed.
0: Oh yeah, uh, we did that, that. <laughs> and I totally
1: forgot about it and never finished it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll do a live stream and finish that before this comes out. Yeah, that would be a bad idea. Um, yeah, uh, we should probably plan to do that. Yeah. But this is yeah, this one's called Last Call. Um, I I was enjoying the first one. I mean, it was it was a good yeah. time when I was playing it. So yeah. And these are fun if you have a if you have an Oculus. Like, there's no reason not to do these. Yeah. I mean, they're they're a little piece of kind of feeling like you're in the Star Wars universe, sure. right? Like, yeah. why not do it? And so, exactly. um, they're a little pricey for what they are. For what they are, <laughs> yeah, that, that's how
0: it is for every VR game, but honestly. I'm, yeah, though. it is.
1: Like VR VR games are. Re- ridiculously expensive yeah like it's for they can be like a tiny little like mini game and they'll L- charge you 30 bucks literally yeah um so but with that being said the price point of those are actually when thinking in terms of vr Other games, games yeah they are actually priced pretty great yeah especially for like an actual like star yeah, yeah, wars yeah. disney license right, type right. thing. yeah but like but if you're not used to the price point of of vr games it feels very expensive uh-huh all that being said um i what in the world sorry i am uh i'm excited to continue this and i hope they continue to make these like just let's keep yeah
0: i love i love the idea honestly it's a really cool idea that we're getting some actual like it's just another again like you said another way to experience star wars and again why not why not why not so yeah, so it's cool, it's cool stuff. Oh, if you guys are into that, or me, maybe, yeah. maybe not even have and VR they, stuff.
1: And they are canon, so like, yeah, yeah that's another yes. thing. You know, they yes. are part of the Star Wars canon, and it makes you kind of feel like you're living out a part of that canon. Yeah, and it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. very cool. All right, so that is going to end our news for this
0: week. But well, we're gonna go ahead into our rumor section. So let's just jump right into it. So the, uh, first and foremost, we have been talking recently about the Ahsoka series, and we've been hearing more about that. Uh, but according to some rumors that we've been hearing, the Ahsoka series is actually starting to cast roles for Sabine Wren. And they're, what, I'm, what I'm meant to say is basically they're trying to uh, uh, cast one of the uh, an actress to play Sabine Wren. So. Um, at the end of the day it's gonna be interesting to see who they choose. I know there's been some like rumors running around about who that may be and blah blah blah. but at this point they're just like saying, hey, we're looking for someone to play her. Of course that is a rumor though. Yeah.
1: And we we um, heard a lot of rumors about Sabine being cast in the Mandalorian right? Yes, lots yes. of rumors about it, lots of speculation. Yeah, it, it ended up being false she was she was not in it yeah um, but but I think she's definitely gonna be in ahsoka I I fully think she will be and I will say this rumor is is coming from a fairly decent source we're getting this rumor from the Hollywood reporter which is a little bit of a higher esteemed
0: um, mm-hmm. yeah
1: place to be giving us a rumor like this mm-hmm. so I think the chances of this of them looking to cast Sabine is very likely. Right. And in the timeline of things, it would also make sense that they're looking to cast about right now. Right. Cause sure, they are going yeah. to have to, to start production on this, um, sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, but they're probably not started just yet. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, and that's about all I've been we saw on that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, that's like that's yeah. We all don't we have much really information say. on it right now. So. Um, but yeah, but it does exciting sense, though, things sure. to, headed that way. I'm sure. So oh, yeah, um, and then our uh, to our next rumor, our favorite uh, our favorite guy, our favorite uh, little rumor he, mill himself, <laughs> Carlo Esposito, <laughs> is back at it again. Um, uh, a lot of you may remember us talking. As season two was approaching, um, he was just dishing out spoilers <laughs> Every week. Like, every week, there every was, week, something, there was new. something new that he had said in an interview. Um, and he's, yeah. he has started again. Um, he was being interviewed and he said, They just finished shooting Boba Fett and soon they will start on season three. Which,
0: I mean. Sure, rumor, yeah, but, like, that's pretty plausible. I I don't, I I don't think we, none of it, no one, like, is surprised by that. Well, right, like,
1: I mean, he just said soon, right? Like, I mean, well, duh, we all kind of assume it's going to be soon. Right. But um, there's also been other rumors going around, before he ever even said this, that it actually had had started. Mm, Okay, Um, gotcha. And maybe for him it's starting soon, but maybe it has started. Mm, And I think if we're going to hit a... A 2022 release for The Mandalorian, which is still uncertain. Maybe in November we're going to get more of an idea of what yeah. is coming, especially with Disney Plus days. Yeah, like what that, the you know? yeah. So I'm saying, yeah, like maybe then we'll kind of start to understand the order of things because right. as we've talked about, we have Andor um, that's been in production for a long time. And should be wrapping up, if not wrapped up. Mm. We have Boba Fett, which has all but been confirmed that it's done. Mm-hmm. We have Kenobi, which we had heard Mandalorian wasn't starting till Kenobi was done, right? Right. Or at least till it was mostly finished. So you have to assume that it's probably almost done. All of these, they're not going to throw all of them in one year, right? At least you don't assume so. You assume right. they're going to want to space them out. And so something that's most likely already finished still isn't going to appear next year right that's the way i look at it and the question is what are they going to put in that what i would call the prime time spot yeah, yeah, of yeah. the end of 2022 yeah. that holiday time what's going to be the big one and could be as we would you say it could be kenobi it could be but kenobi is kind of uh it messes with the flow of things. They've had yeah. The Mandalorian the past two years. Now we're having The Book of Boba Fett, which is a continuation. It feels like we should be continuing in that, right? And have The Mandalorian Season 3. You'd think, yeah. And then probably Ahsoka <laughs> the year after that, right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's kind of, at least in my head, what would make sense. But where do they fit Kenobi? Yeah,
0: exactly. And, and honestly... But- I think that's the point, right? It's like, you're right... At the end of the day, where does this puzzle piece fit? Yeah. And I think, in my opinion, it's one of those things, like, just wherever they can. Because, I mean, it doesn't really go with the timeline that they're setting up right now. It's beforehand several years, you know. Right. So, so it can kind of fit anywhere. But yeah. the
1: thing is, is they want it to fit somewhere that's going to be effective. Well, because here's the thing. And whatever
0: they do with the Kenobi, most likely they're going to try to use it to lead to something else. So, again, whatever that may be, and, I don't
1: know. And then you have Andor. Which we have kind of assumed Andor is going to be like a spring release, right? Mm -hmm. But maybe not. I mean,
0: yeah, maybe they're going to hold it where Kenobi comes first and then Andor, which would be just a wild, crazy thing. How Andor, again, we talked about in the previous episode, is like this was the first thing to be talked about. And let's
1: throw another another thing here we've got confirmed a Bad Batch season two. True. You assume Bad Batch season two is, again, it's going to be released during um, the summer, right? the beginning of summer yeah you think so yeah. so that could fit somewhere in there yeah it, it's unless they truly are getting to a point where they're like okay let's do something star wars every season mm, yeah that could because that could i mean be- if they start following after what the mcu has done with disney plus mm-hmm. they've i mean they're all at this point this at this point, the MCU pretty much consistently has something going on. Yeah, there's something out there's, there at all times, there's, yeah. there's a very small... Other than right now. <laughs> ...dead spot every once... In. Well, no, not even not even now. They have What If that just started. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting. The, the so what now they have games. What yeah. If. And it's like there's been consistent MCU almost this entire year. And I'm i'm curious if they feel like they can do that with star wars but will it work with star wars or will it be too much
0: yeah star wars is a different beast you know than than marvel is And, and so you know again Marvel's a comic series you know star wars is a i don't know i mean it's not i wouldn't say it's more serious but at the same time it's i think it's maybe taken more seriously by children and adults alike so yeah i don't maybe they have a different schedule that they want to try to go off of i really don't know so anyway, we can talk about that all day, yeah. but, uh, let's move on to so our final rumor for this week is, uh, something again that we have talked about for a long time. Um, something we have already said, and we probably think is going to happen to at least to some degree, but we wanted to include this as a rumor because, Hey, we hear other people starting to talk about it. So might as well. So that rumor is that inquisitors may be appearing in the Kenobi series. And again, no big surprise to us, necessarily. Again, this is just a rumor. It's not confirmed, I suppose. But, uh, you know, again, the fact that people are talking about this, I think it's one of those things where it's just like, it kind of makes sense. You know, we have Jedi hunters. But, well, during that time, who would that even be? Well, Inquisitors, right? So, yeah, that that rumor's been floating around. And, again, something that, you know... I don't think it's too big a surprise.
1: No, it's not a big surprise. If we look at the timeline of this of the show and where Kenobi is set, if Darth Vader is involved, if Kenobi is involved, it makes perfect sense that the inquisitors are going to be going after him, right? Oh yeah. It, it 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 just makes perfect sense. And so I think also that allows for Potential battles between um, Kenobi and other lightsaber wielders, which right. will be incredible, be awesome to see. Oh man! And uh, yeah. Um, and also bring some kind of enemy that is a little more deserving of Kenobi, right? Like mm-hmm. if we're only if he's only facing stormtroopers, like it's not going to be that big of a deal, right? Mm-hmm. And we know he's eventually probably going to face Darth Vader to some extent. But like having other enemies involved that are more higher scale, Mm -hmm. um, let's be honest, they're still not going to be able to even compare to Kenobi. But like, but it's going to be more of a challenge and be able to create some pretty epic um, fighting scenes, I believe. So yeah, absolutely. And we know uh, the the, one of the rumors is that it's gonna one of them is gonna at least be the fifth brother. So
0: yeah, that'd be really cool.
1: So I'm all for that. Um, I I cannot wait for us to get just a little more details on what this Kenobi series is going to be. And again, November very well may be the first reveal of kind of what that story is going to tell. So.
0: Yeah, so super exciting stuff. Uh, So a lot to look forward to.
1: Yeah, so that's all for our rumors. We're going to jump into our releases. And we have um, a couple of releases coming here this um, next week. Uh, as you guys know, Bad Batch is done, so we're kind of at a uh, point of there's not really anything to watch right now, uh-huh. right? but we do have um, the War of the Bounty Hunters still going on in comics, which is telling a story throughout multiple different series, and um, on Wednesday, August 18th, we will have War of the Bounty Hunters, Star Wars, just the the main Star Wars comic, We will also have the High Republic Adventures issue number seven and Star Wars Adventures issue number eight. So all of those will be coming this Wednesday. Um, That has been a very interesting story. Um, A little spoiler alert for you guys, Mm. but um, I'm going to go ahead and and say it. Uh, We do have Kira back. from from this series and if you don't know who kira is kira is the um love interest of han solo in the solo movie and so she is back in this and um she's actually fighting to keep the um body of han solo which is currently frozen in carbonite Mm -hmm. and so she has it and all of these different bounty hunters pretty much every bounty hunter you can think of in the star wars (laughs) lore at that time yeah and on top of that darth vader are and on top of that the whole usual hero crew that we know and love and captain america (laughs) (laughs) all of them are trying to get han back (laughs) and so it is a it's a very interesting um series so far a lot of fun So check those out if you haven't yet. Um, And I want to also give out a little thing about The High Republic. Um, Wave 2, as you guys know, has been releasing. And I have finished um, Star Wars The High Republic, The Rising Storm, which is the second adult novel. I want to just go ahead and let you guys know that book is amazing. Really? Okay. Nice. I can't tell you how much I love this book. Really? Wow. So I enjoyed the first book a lot. It was a yeah. great book. Yeah. But this second book takes it to a whole nother level. Really? Wow. Yes, yes. That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. And it's it really um amps just everything up a notch. And the I'm um, so like the first book made me like invested in the higher public. okay. Yeah, like I was like, okay, yeah. I'm invested in this. I'm going to see it through. Yeah. The second book made me fall in love with the higher. Really?
0: Republic. That's all. I mean, that's great. That's great. Cause I know there's been a lot of turbulence, yeah. uh, even with just us, but you know, like turbulence in, in the community about like, Oh, she's so kitty. And then what, what was gravitating us
1: to this story? So that's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all in now. Like I, I love it. I love the characters. Um, Stell, Stell and Gaios, mm is amazing in this book, let right. me tell you. He <laughs> is he is the Kenobi of the High Republic. Um, and it was just extremely good and surprisingly dark. This is a surprisingly dark really? novel. <laughs> it <laughs> deals with some very traumatic, dark things. Wow. And um, I cannot wait to see where it goes from here. Awesome. We will have a spoiler review um, eventually, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish... So I've also read um, the second uh, junior grade novel, mm-hmm. which um, is not a bad novel, but again, it's not really like. It's a junior grade. Yeah, it's I a mean... junior grade novel, um, and I'm and I'm currently reading the young adult novel, which is Out of the Shadows, mm-hmm. which is good so far. Huh, good. I'm not gonna go into that too much just yet till I finish, but I think what we'll do is we'll have a wave two review. Oh, so okay, nice. once nice. once I finish that book. We will discuss Wave 2 as a whole, just talk about the story, story, um, some of the bigger moments in that, and uh, we'll just do that all in one. So be uh, looking for that probably within the next uh, month or so. We'll probably do that, so...
0: Sweet. All right. Well, And also, uh, last thing I'll mention, and this is not coming up for a little bit, but I just want to remind everybody, now that we're coming to the end of what we can visually watch uh, television show-wise, people think, what's next? Just remind everybody that Star Wars Visions is coming out next month in September. Um, and that's going to be, again, a series of basically uh, uh, Japanese anime yeah. style uh, Star <clears> Wars <throat> stories. And a lot of the, the h- best or highest anime studios in Japan are taking on a single episode piece, And it's going to be very cool uh, for those of you who enjoy that kind of stuff. So,
1: Yeah, for sure. And actually, when you said that, it made me remember <laughs> that at the end of this <laughs> month, we're getting one last episode of the making of The Mandalorian yes. Season 2. Yes, yes, and yes, that's yes. going to be all about... Um, Mark Hamill coming back as Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and so yeah. we definitely will be watching that episode. Hundred um, percent. And we may, we may even like, we may have a review of that just to talk about it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see how substantial yeah, we'll it is. See. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, so we're gonna move into our Q and i am um, I'm gonna have to do this slightly quickly because my laptop is about to die. So this is great. <laughs> <laughs> my, bu- I don't know what it is folks. My laptop is like, like you don't two have a years old. With you? No. Oh. and it just died. Like once it hits halfway, it just plummets anyway so i'm not gonna go through my whole spiel you all know what q a topic is you know what we do every week so let's get into our first question for the week and this is pulled from uh Kristen perry this was from a while back uh, but she asked where did captain rex get his name from which is a very good question um so again uh, like a lot of answers in our q a There's a long answer and a short answer. The short answer for this one is that in canon, current canon, there's not a lot. It's just his name's Captain Rex, right? He just kind of chose it for himself. But we can deep dive into the Legends territory. So uh, originally, again, Rex's designation was CT-7567. But he actually, again, got his name um, in canon. We don't know, right? It's a bit of a mystery, but in Legends, uh, essentially the idea of giving a clone a nickname or a name other than his CT number was actually started by Anakin Skywalker, believe that, or, believe it or not, right? But uh, basically at the very beginning of the inception of the clones uh, in Legends, again, uh, out the inception of the clone, the very first wave of clones were called the Alpha clones, and they were all numbered, and... Alpha uh, Seventeen was one of the bigger, bigger ones that we read about in Legends. But basically, after rene- uh, receiving the name Alpha, so <laughs> his name was Alpha Seventeen, but so his nickname is Alpha. <laughs> Big jump there, right? Um, but basically, you know, he liked that. He liked the Anakin, a commander, you know, a Jedi general, was you know taking the time to individualize him. And so then Al- Alpha would go on to share that ideology, so to speak, with any of the clones that he personally trained. So, uh, basically, again, in Legends, the Alpha Troopers, which were, again, al- led by Alpha-17, would go to select r- the random, you know, CT Troopers, so the Regs, as they call them in Bad Batch, right? They would choose some of them who think who they thought would be... Um, good for the advanced recon commando training, or ARC training, right? And so the very f- some of the very first ones that got chosen, one of them was CT-7567, which is Rex. And to make a very long story short, and it's kind of a melodramatic answer or whatever, uh, anticlimactic, maybe that's a better, better word for it, is that basically Alpha told uh, Rex, you know, hey, you, know, you need to choose your own name, and then through his battles after uh, earning his ARC, Trooper status, Rex chose his name as Rex. So that is the legends story behind it, but there's really not much to it in Canon. Now, unless Drew, do you know of anything in Canon that that, you know, where Rex got his
1: name? I don't. Um <clears throat> I think I don't think they've they've touched on it in yeah. uh, as far as Canon goes. Yeah. Um so I think you know, what I always like to say is if if Canon hasn't changed it, then you can then you can probably like you can safely assume it, yeah. that there's a good chance it's still the same. Right. Yeah. And in yeah. And, and a lot of ways, they've backed that up with um, things we've seen since uh, the, the birth of the of the Disney. If they don't change it, sometimes they end up just kind of reconfirming those right. legends facts. Right. So. Right. I would say it's safe to assume it's probably kind of a similar um, uh, thing unless said otherwise.
0: Yeah. So I mean again it's not it's not a very uh like oh he earned it because this this person named Rexelius Brotonius, you know, died for him in in this seventh season of this, you know, no nothing like that, right? I mean it was more like he just liked that name. He he thought it was good when Alpha told him he could give him his own name, he picked Rex. I mean that's really about it. So All right, great question. Um, Our second question comes from uh, Philip Mulhern, a friend of mine. And he says, and it's a very, very good question, why do force users use their hands, right? So does it channel the force or is it a medium in which the force is used or can they use the force without even using hands? Why do they use their hands? So good question. Um, Something I haven't really thought about a whole lot. It's just some of those kind of funny things that we kind of just – throw out there, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that we just think, oh, that's just the way it is. But I, I wanted to maybe di- deep dive into this a little bit. So, you know, and this is just my opinion. Um, you know, I just do this through observation, a little bit of research, and you all may have a different opinion. You may even have a different opinion. But just to, just to give my opinion, I feel like, you know, using the hands... Is is sort of like an exit point of the, for the force, right? Through their body, it's like a, it's like an antenna. You know, the force comes from the life force inside of them, but using the hands is like it's something that focuses the force, right? It's something that hones it in into a sharp point, so to speak. So, for instance, you know, I'll give you two examples. So, we do see in uh, Revenge of the Sith, we see at the very end when uh, Vader gets his suit. And he asks, you know, well, where's Padme? Is Padme all right? You know, and Palpatine says, in your anger, you killed her, Lord Vader. And all of a sudden, he just goes nuts. And he starts screaming. And everything around him starts popping and squeezing and flying around and stuff. You know, obviously, Vader was not using his hands, per per se, right? He was not focusing on any one thing. But the, the sheer power of the Force was flowing out of him and just things were moving. But... We see later on, you know, through other characters and through Vader, right, he uses his hands to force chokes on something very specific. Uh, you know, uh, Palpatine using his hands to shoot up force lightning, which is a specific specific thing. Then you can also go in into Empire Strikes Back. Vader, um, you know, he's fighting with Luke in, uh, in uh, Cloud City, right, and all of a sudden he starts throwing things at Luke, but he's not using his hands, per se, like a specific hand gesture. He's using his lightsaber as... He's pointing the saber at him and things are flying. So again, I don't think necessarily it has to do specifically with the hands, but I do think using something to pinpoint the force gives it that much more power and, and you know, its toned. You know, it's more like, it's like using a water hose versus like a water pressure nozzle, right? You know, like the, the same amount of water at the end of the day comes out, but the pressure is much more with the second one with the water pressure nozzle because it channels it differently. So I really deep dive on that one, but it's something I, I was like, man, that's a really good question. So I wanted to give a as much in depth answer as I can. So,
1: Drew, uh, what do you want to add to that? I mean, I think you covered it pretty well. It's and I agree. I think you know it's it's all about just channeling that right and focusing yeah. that that um, and and as we see a lot of times, you know. When Jedi use the Force, yeah, they either stretch out their hand or they close their eyes and they're, like, meditating or they're, you know, they're right. they're still right. focusing. And I think using their hand is a way to not necessarily have to close their eyes, but they can still, they move their hand, point at whatever they're wanting to do, and it helps to channel that and focus that into right. um, that force ability. So yeah. yeah, I agree.
0: And I think, and again, to kind of supplement that, you know, with what you just said, you know, unfortunately, as it is, we know that, excuse me, I'm trying to clean my glasses here. Um, we know that the Jedi and the light side users are not any less powerful. It's not, like they let me phrase that, they don't have less force flowing through them. But as we can see, you know, the way that dark side users just basically just, abuse the force they can pull more things out of it, so to speak. So, I think again, a lot of times we don't usually ever see a light side user not using their hands, other than maybe when they're, again, like I said, they're meditating, they're closing their eyes, they're really concentrating. We do see some dark side users able to just, like, stand their eyes wide open, look at something, and then, like, you know, throw something or whatever, and that's usually in a, kind of an extreme circumstance, but I do think it's, again, that the light side users are using the hand gestures or the stream focus to concentrate on exactly what they're wanting to do uh, in focusing that force, so... Great question, um, something I, I never thought of until, you know, it's one of those things that kind of challenges the very core of like, oh, you know, yeah, force users just use their hands, like, sure. well, why? So, great question. Great question, thank you. Um, so, the last one comes from Kristen again, uh, because we posted <laughs> we posted a... Uh, Kristen's the best. Kristen is the best when it comes to these questions, and we appreciate it, Kristen, because uh, we posted one yesterday, uh, a QA and a and uh, we got a comment from her. The other comment uh, was from, actually, Alex, but it wasn't a question- is talking about bad Bats, so we're going to use it in our in our main topic. But anyway, so our third and last question comes from Kristen again, who says, "If you could, uh I'm sorry, I maybe have missed this up. Basically, her question was basically, if you could make a Star Wars game uh, in any style, any way that you could possibly want, if you could make a Star Wars game, what kind of game would you guys make? Would it be Lego? Would it be open world? What would it be?" So I've been taking a a lot of time here, Drew. Go ahead and lead us off. If you could make any kind of Star Wars game, any style whatsoever, uh, what would it be?
1: I would make a very narrative-driven, very story-focused um, Jedi game. So it would be very similar in the, in that sense to um, the Knights of the Old Republic. Except mm-hmm. it'd be a little more cinematic, so think like Uncharted style, right? Mm, okay. So very like, almost feel like you're in a movie when you're playing it. Um, but still have narrative choices, and and the action would be uh, more like uh, like Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, gotcha. So gotcha. it'd be kind of a mix of of different things there to create. Um, <laughs> Essentially, it would just be a new version of Knights of the Little Republic, right? <laughs> like it would be, yeah. a, it'd be a more modernized yeah. Knights yeah. of the Republic. That's yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like if 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 I were to pick anything, it'd probably be like during the High Republic. Yeah. Okay. Like set so gotcha. a game during the High Republic with um with all of that, and I would and I would say it'd be kind of close to open world. Hmm. Um, but the story itself would be very um linear and like as okay. far as like gotcha. Maybe almost maybe like uh, Grand Theft Auto, like open oh, world. But then when you yeah. go into a mission, right? Like mm. I don't know. There'd yeah, be, I, it, it, you could play with it different ways. But that's kind of my answer too, to some degree. Yeah. Um, and then, but I would also like to see it like be kind of like a live service, in the sense that it. So like even when the story ends. It continues, so like you, yeah, they'll saying. update the world yeah. with new things. They'll yeah. update, they'll add new story content throughout yeah. time, and it kind of just continues and grows and evolves. Um, yeah, that's my that's my pick.
0: yeah. That's a great. Uh, I'd play it, <laughs> but no, I'm. I honestly am kind of the same way. I would honestly, for me personally, I would say something even broader than what Andrew said. Um, for me, I want a completely massive beyond all scope and recognition open world. Um, for instance, if anyone ever played Assassin's Creed, uh, what's that called? Gosh, what is it called? Drew? Um, which one? I'm trying I mean, to think a lot of Assassin's Creed games. The one where they said that the map was way too big and it was like Assassin's Creed, um, the Greek one, I think, right? Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Odyssey. This, but if you played that, you recognize that that is a huge, absurdly large map. It's so huge. I want one even bigger than that. I want a open, complete open world where you can go to any Star Wars planet at any time. And and so, I like linear stories, but I think what would be really cool is that it's almost like you forge your own story. You become your own character. You can design whatever one you want, whether it be a bounty hunter, uh, if you want to be a, you know, a force user, um. Whatever you can pick that at the very beginning, and you go off through the entire galaxy, and like basically you just forge your own. You can do whatever you want, forge your own story, create, and then like see. But I think the thing that like that's kind of impossible for games to make right now because like you know every single person you interact with can have like an infinite amount of well, story see, options. Yeah. You know?
1: So I guess I'm thinking more along like with restrictions like what on could what we make video today? games can yeah. be. Yeah. But no, like I, I see where you're going. And if if there were no restrictions and like you could just make it a yeah a living breathing world <laughs> yeah right and then yeah of course yeah but yeah I mean so
0: I mean so I mean yeah basically it, uh, I think the best answer then for me would be kind of what Drew said right you know it be a lot like GTA where it is completely open where you can do whatever you want but then like whenever you want to hit the story then you can drive it into. The specific narratives and then what would be interesting is again completely copied gta where you have linear directed narratives that you can dive into and then you can go on the online play and then literally do whatever you want and have different yeah, I mean, updated uh, stuff you know of
1: course if you have something like that having a multiplayer aspect that is that is that same world but like mm-hmm. hey just go do whatever with your friends yeah, yeah i mean that'd, that'd be, be great fun, so. So anyway, I think I think
0: uh, at the very base of it, I think Drew and I agree that it would be something probably slightly over the shoulder, uh, camera point, F- fun, intuitive action and fighting, uh, but also be very big open world that we can explore and do all that kind of stuff, but have a good story. So, yeah. Um, that's a very generic answer, but I, that, that's our, our favorite types of games. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not anything
1: surprising at yeah. all to anyone who's listened to us before. Yeah, those are our absolute favorite. But, types of games. I mean, it's just the truth. That's just what we want.
0: <laughs> all right. So, uh, again, thank you everybody to those, Kristen and Philip for submitting questions. Again, we, we love doing this. We love doing, um, these Q&A sessions, you know, I just, we just love hearing from you guys. Again, what, what separates it from being just Andrew and I sitting in a room talking to ourselves to uh, actually having a podcast is that when you guys say, Hey, talk about this. Hey, I've always wondered what about this? Hey, you know, and you guys give us stuff to talk about. And It's not like we're trying to fish for like stuff to talk about, but at the same time we just love to spark our brain, maybe in some way we've never thought of, just like Philip's question. I'd never thought about uh, the hand thing until he mentioned that. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so good. I've never thought about that. Sure. Um, so, questions like that spark our imagination. We love hearing from you guys. So, please continue to, even if it's something simple, even if something just like a, a, just a vague topic, hey, talk about this. We'll do it. We'll love to hear from you. So, without further ado, though, we are going to go into our main topic, our final thing we're going to talk about for this podcast. And that, of course, is the uh review and the overview of the bad batch finale in honestly the bad batch season one so we're going to get into that so we're like so we're going to be primarily focusing on the last two episodes we i don't think we did uh a review for episode 14 but we're you know we're not going to do that we're just going to go ahead and do with 15 16 because do we a even do finale. a review
1: of 13 I don't, I don't know that we did. Well But it doesn't matter. It doesn't really and, matter and you'll see why. Yeah, it doesn't matter.
0: But this was a two-part finale, so we wanted to kind of tackle it in that way. So of course episode 15-16, which is returned to Camino, and then Camino lost. So just to give a quick overview of episode 15, which is the penultimate episode. Uh, we basically see Hunter getting captured by uh, Crosshair and essentially they take him back to Camino after he's been captured to basically just serve as a trap to capture the rest of the bad batch. Uh, but what's interesting is as they are taking him there and they're setting up the scenario where uh, he can be captured, uh, excuse me, he can serve as bait for the others to be captured, uh, we see that Kamino is actually being evacuated. So all the clone, all the technologies, you know, all the stuff is being offloaded. Anyone that's not essential is being executed. And then anyone who can serve some type of purpose is being shuttled off to who knows where else. So it's very interesting as they're setting up up this this uh, uh, trap. We're also seeing in the background, like, Kamino is like being emptied. Why? So... Eventually, they find this secret random entrance into Kamino, and they, you know, they're going into the trap, but to make a very long story short, a bunch of shenanigans happen, and (laughs) um, Omega releases killer robots, and and basically Crosshair ends up turning, like, he's not turning on the Empire, but he turns on the guys who are with him because he doesn't care about them kills the Empire Imperial soldiers that's with him, um, and then basically offers again to Hunter and ultimately the Bad Batch saying, Hey, I have a I have another I have spots now open. Obviously I just kill everybody. You can be with me. We can serve the Empire. We can be together again. And at the end end of the episode, for you know, basically uh, it's that decision. And of course Hunter says no. And then they stun Crosshair and but all of a sudden, now, at the very end, Rampart, or Commander Rampart, or whatever his name is, is bombarding the city and destroying the whole thing. So that ends it for episode 15. So now let's get into episode 16. And <laughs> the sad part is is the, the synopsis for episode 16 is even shorter than 15, <laughs> because... <laughs> Basically, they're escaping this Kaminoan facility uh, that is being bombarded. Uh, they escape together, and at the very end, they propose once more to Crosshair. Uh, Do you want to be with us? And he says no. And then they fly off, and that's that's it. That's the finale. So before we get into our ratings, here's Alex Mason's thoughts. <laughs> He's just he just. He, he just throws it out there. Now that the season's over, can we please talk about how disappointing the Bad Batch is and how stupid Omega is? Alex's words, not ours. <laughs> but not too far off. <laughs> so, yeah, take it. Take it, Drew. Take it off.
1: <laughs> here's here's what here's what we should take from the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. OK, here's what actually matters from this entire 16 episode arc. We find out exactly what went down between the Empire and the clones, the established clones and the Kaminoans, yeah. right? Yeah. So they they come in the the cloning they need a new um they need new DNA to clone with because the the cloning that they've used with Jango Fett is running out, right? Mm-hmm. So they're, they're going to have to do something um, to continue with these clones. The Empire is newly established and they have decided why waste money, time, and effort on these clones when we can now just use whoever we want and yeah. and exactly. we don't even have to deal with this yeah and the so basically they kill most of the Kaminoans or enslave or something right like yeah um, yeah and but they keep one, which is like uh, I don't know what her name is, but ma but ma- she's she's the important is. one basically, yeah, right that can that knows and understands all the cloning stuff that science. And they, they keep her. And as we see at the very, very end of this episode, she is being brought to um, a new facility of the empires that we see someone come out. They're wearing uh, the clothing uniform, uniform yeah. that we see from um, the Mandalorian that the guy's mm-hmm. wearing when he goes and takes Grogu. Yeah. So... This is clearly a direct connection to that. Um, now, what that means exactly is uncertain. Yeah. Is this the beginning of... Because they tell her uh, we have things we... We're very need interested to do then, in your, yeah, your technology for the and your, your knowledge. yeah. So we assume it's cloning of some si- of some kind, right? right? So the question is, does this have to do with Palpatine? Cloning Palpatine? Yeah,
0: and, and this, does this have to do
1: with um, uh, with Grogu? Like, is this yeah. do they already have Grogu, and they're also wanting to? Because here's here's an important thing that we learned about Omega. Omega ages very slowly. Yeah, okay? she's actually older than the Bad Batch. Yeah, she Who already she, ages, ages very, very slowly, which means. Um, that she uh, could potentially um, be an asset for Palpatine, right? Like, because right. that could extend his life. Right. And so between that and Grogu being extremely strong in the force, they would be a good DNA mix, right? For oh, yeah. a clone. Yeah. yeah. So something to consider. Well, and that's what I say. This is what my
0: issue was, right? For me, it feels like they're scrambling in in whatever media, or medium, right? They put out there whatever show or whatever. Like they're they're trying so desperately to connect it to the sequel trilogy. Yeah. But the sad the the sad part is is like I feel like when if if this is what they're alluding to in this show. It almost destabilizes what they're trying to portray in The Mandalorian because the, the time gap between the end of Bad Batch Season 1 to Mandalorian Season 1 and Season 2 is a pretty, pretty decent gap there. and the A issue very significant be, gap, yeah. Right, and, and I think the think thing we have to think about is that, like, okay, if you watch Mandalorian Season 1, they're, like, desperately trying to get Grogu uh, because it's like, it, and again, they never explicitly say this, but it feels like they're just now really starting to... Finally, find something out. They're just now finding how to f- clone. They're just now doing this and that and the other. And I think, again, the issue for me is like, oh, this person has the same exact uniform on at the end of Bad Batch uh, season one. It's like, wait a second, hold on. They're telling me they already have plans to start cloning, but, you know, and they're alluding to the fact that it's for Emperor Palpatine. Like, I just, there was a yeah, there's wrench in the cogs for me.
1: I think one thing we also have to, to consider here is. The way that it hints at Palpatine's return is that it's all done on Exegol, right? And that all of that that work was being done by the Sith Eternals. Mm-hmm. And if that is the case, then this whatever they've been teasing, whatever they've been dealing with uh, this cloning stuff in the Mandalorian and in um and in the end of Bad Batch may not actually have anything to do with yeah, the cloning it, of Palpatine. It really couldn't even it, connect. It yeah. could be an entirely different thing. We don't but, know well, for think, sure. Think
0: of this, right? Think of this. The gap between the end of season one of Bad Batch till Mandalorian season one, that gap right there is even less than the gap from Mandalorian season two to Rise of Skywalker. Or uh, Well, yeah, definitely that, but I'm saying Force Awakens. Like, that's like a 30-year gap. So I'm just saying, like, some of the stuff, like, I mean, it just doesn't really match up for me if that's what that is truly
1: what they're doing. And while they haven't said that, yeah, no, I I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? I I know exactly what you're saying. Um, And I think, I think we just don't have all the information yet. Mm -hmm. They, yes, it does feel like all of these are trying to connect to the same thing. But I hope we're wrong, and I hope that something else they're 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 leading to other things, right? And right now, all we can think of is the fact that Palpatine's a clone, right? And we know he, and we know he clones yeah. a lot of bodies before he gets. Maybe they're doing all this for a
0: project for Thrawn or something like that.
1: I mean, I don't know, right? I just, mean, yeah, you just don't know. Um, yeah, and and you know, if you want to get real crazy, you know, in the Thrawn in the Thrawn series, we do get a clone of Luke, bleh. and so like okay. maybe maybe Thrawn's gonna try to clone Luke Skywalker. That would
0: be interesting, but I mean, obviously, <laughs> though they couldn't set up for that now because Luke isn't even well. He's born, but he's not even like of significance at this point. In fact, I don't even think Thrawn is even part of the Empire. He could be. He could be. I think he has actually joined it post.
1: Well, of Jedi, we're not. But, we're not entirely sure. We're not entirely sure what Thrawn is right now. Like, right. Well, just from previous
0: research, I think we have talked about this. Like our, our presumption was that he joined shortly after the fall of the Jedi. Um, but even the, even if it, that is the case, and that's not the case. Luke is just a, a baby slash toddler slash
1: little kid. Like no 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 you know no. What I'm, what I'm what I'm talking about. I'm I'm talking about in the Mandalorian. I'm not talking about what's happening oh, at the, in the Bad Batch.
0: I see you're saying okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm saying like those where we've seen they they were looked like they were trying to clone something in the main. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, yeah. I'm saying that what happens there and in the Bad Batch may be different. Now, some right. of you may be listening thinking, why are you guys talking about this? The reason we're talking about this is because nothing of any kind of significance Substance, to talk about yeah. happened in the Bad Batch. So we're trying to grasp it so straight. we're trying to yeah, we're trying to talk about things that might be interesting
0: to well, you. let's put it this way. This this is a note when I I was writing down some notes for this uh, review. This is a, a a short little sentence here that I feel like encapsulates the whole thing. I just feel like more than it being a story with a well-driven narrative, it's more just an experience. It's quote-unquote that allowed us to see the transition from the Republic to the Empire. That's that's what Bad Batch was. It was more yeah. just to fill that gap, to let us see that part of the lore and history more than it was, and actually trying to provide a good story.
1: Yeah, it, it answered what, how, why did we, how did we get from clones to stormtroopers? It mm-hmm. answered where, uh, why don't we see the cloning facility? Right. Mm-hmm. It answered. It, it, it why answered did they never go questions. back or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yes, you know, I'm glad to see that history, but but it would have been nice to have a very important story. Yeah. Around those well, events, right? It's
0: funny because the next sentence is it was this nice to see, sure, but at the same time, it felt like a waste of a show, <laughs> of yeah. an entire sixteen yeah, episode show, yeah. you know.
1: And it could have done more with that, right? And so, but here we are now. I don't want to make you feel bad if you enjoyed this show. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. I, I actually, my my dad, for one. Um, enjoyed the show. He has defended it. We've had many conversations about the <laughs> yeah. Bad Batch, and he has, yeah. he has defended the Bad Batch multiple times. Mm-hmm. And there have been episodes that I uh, was okay with. There's also been. Is everything okay? Yeah, it's <laughs> <That's sorry>. okay. <laughs> All right. I'm very face... emotive with my face, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> that face just didn't seem like everything was good. okay. <laughs> You're fine. I was reading no. something, sorry. <laughs> um, but. And, and, you know, I teach this little boy drum lessons and he always, he, he, every time he comes in here, he sees all my Star Wars stuff. Right. So like, he knows I'm a big Star Wars fan Mm -hmm. and he likes Star Wars. And so we always talk about Star Wars and he loves the bat, the bad batch. Yeah. And he comes in and he tells me about the newest episode he's watched. He knows all the characters (laughs) names, you know, talks about them. Yeah. And looking at it from, from a child's perspective, like, you know, he likes a show, and it's probably going to mean way more to him in in yeah. five years than what it's going to mean to me.
0: Let's 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 broaden this so we're not to insult someone, right? When, not from the perspective of a child per se. Um, how do I say this? Basically, the reason we're being so critical is because Andrew and I would probably classify ourselves as like hyper fans that we're we are apprentice lore masters. <laughs> We are someone who has been born and raised with Star Wars. We adore it. It's our passion. We love Star Wars. For Pete's sake, we started a podcast about it. So we're being very critical because it doesn't deep dive into critical story building things that we would hope for. But in all intents and purposes, it was a fun show to watch. But in terms of what it could have gone into, we thought it was lacking because of our standing.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, at this point, we are kind of intentionally overcritical of these things, right? Always. Like that's that's yeah. kind of what we do that's our point. at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so, and something else you have to remember is these show, I mean, let's, let's think about Rebels. Let's think about Clone Wars. Think about the first seasons of those shows. They're not great.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're not.
1: Um, I, I, and and those shows had a little more going for them as far as established characters. Mm-hmm. This show is is using this this whole essentially a whole new cast of of characters that uh, that we've only seen very little of. Mm-hmm. And and so yeah, things can grow, these characters can grow on us, the story can mature. Yeah. As Clone Wars and Rebels both did. Yeah. Um but I guess for me is i feel like this story should already be to a matured point because of what the story is telling yes this is a dark dark time yes okay a very dark time and they know they know a majority of their audience for these things are adults yeah it's adult men Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, as sad it as that is, is it's, it's true. true. <laughs> that I guarantee you, if there is any kind of chart like out there, demographic, that, that demographic yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you, I would bet every dollar oh, I have that the yeah. highest watching group mm-hmm. is the, like, I don't know, like, what, 25 to
0: 40. 40. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, right. 25 to 40. We'll just put that. I right almost there.
1: guarantee yeah. you. Yeah. And so. It's like w- this show could have been a continuation of those fans that started all those years ago watching Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and it could have been a maturing story with that audience. Yeah, and, and again, it would I have, think, I, and it would have made perfect sense to do that,
0: and to and to reflect the again dark nature of right. time.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, and but that's that's not the way that's not the way they've went. Mm-hmm. they would they'll i guarantee you they argue that that's kind of what they're doing but it's not right um unfortunately <laughs> but i think that this still has potential to go interesting places yeah no
0: there's always room for improvement i think and again uh I, like you said i'm i'm in the same boat i would have thought that the, it would have gotten to the matured like sub sub substan- like i'm not it's not substantial i'm saying like a substantive I don't even know. What I'm just saying. There's a lot of substance, right, to the mm-hmm. show. You think it would have already been to there to this point? Because here's the thing. Let's just let's look. Call it as it is. Uh, that's kind of how Dave Filoni rolls, man. Like he starts off slow and then he gets to this masterpiece all of a sudden. And I thought, okay, we have 16 episodes. Dave Filoni has a lot of time to do this, uh, and it just never happened. Because here's the thing. Mandalorian season two started off with a bang with one of the greatest Mandalorian episodes in season one, uh, or excuse me, season two, episode one. But then, there, you can go back to our reviews of Mandalorian Season 2. There were a ton of episodes where we complained about how it was just filler. But then all of a sudden, like, the last three or four episodes of that season was phenomenal. It was so great. And I just kind of hoped that was the way it was going to be for this show. Like, oh, man, there's a lot of dead episodes where, like, literally nothing happened. But, hey, per Dave Filoni style, it's just going to swoop in at the end and just absolutely knock our socks off. And, unfortunately, it didn't happen. I don't yeah. know
1: and I think you know we do have to keep in mind that Dave Filoni you know he was not the uh, he was like an executive producer on this right but he wasn't sure. the yeah. the dude he wasn't the guy and so because of that um, I, I I don't know where this will go but but we can't necessarily depend on on Dave Filoni to uh, save the day per yeah se. Um, yeah for sure uh, You know, Dave Filoni is most likely live action from now on, right? After the success of Mandalorian. I mean, I know he loves animation, but no matter what, animation will always be considered a step down. Mm -hmm. And so I would say that comes with a pay cut as well. So I would say Dave Filoni is most likely going to stay in, in live action as far as like actual directing goes, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Let's let's
0: think of it this way though too, right? Especially like we talked about this right before Mandalorian season one came in, like Disney needs help, right? Like they need after the sequel trilogy, they need a win. Mandalorian season one came in. It was a win. Uh, Mandalorian season two came in. It was a win. And, uh, I would say now maybe maybe it's their directive. They're wanting to focus. Maybe it's him saying like, "Hey, they need help, right?" And they realize, okay, Mandalorian season one and two did really well. Me and John worked on this; it did well. I need to focus on the things that's going to c- continue carrying Star Wars until the next set of big movies come out. And that very well could be the case. Yeah, that very well yeah. could be the case.
1: Yeah. We're getting, like, at, yeah. getting off let's, a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's just go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah, um, yeah, we, yeah. we've we've talked enough um overall the bad batch was um disappointing but it was it was still a fun time Mm -hmm. and you know there's there's a lot of room for improvement we know we're getting a season two so we know that there is uh, a chance to see some things escalate to see maybe some returning characters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I for one thought we would get at least get a glimpse of Darth Vader, yeah. at least get a glimpse of, yeah. uh, of Ahsoka. We got neither, so yeah. they're probably saving that for a season two, right? So
0: which makes sense. But man, you think that like the end, the yeah. finale, they did yeah. that hook into mm-hmm. the, what what we're going to draw
1: back to season two? But right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, let's end it there. We hope you guys have enjoyed this. We went extra long, but we kind of did that intentionally because it's been a while. So we hope you guys enjoy this extra long episode. If you made it all the way to the end, give us a big thumbs up. Uh, send it our way. Send us a comment. Tell us what you thought of the episode. We'd love to know that you do reached a back flip. this point. Do six push-ups. Yeah, if you do, uh, send us a video of you doing a backflip. Pat your head and rub your belly. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, we appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, um, please, please, please like us, share us on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube. Our podcast episodes go on there. Also, our Let's Plays go on there. Mm -hmm. And we are going to be continuing our Let's Play. We're going to be doing our Episode 5 Let's Play next Saturday at 2 o'clock. That will will premiere. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, like us on on there. Um, You know, share, share, share with your friends. Support us as much as you can. Please, we ask of you. Um, But (laughs) yeah, next week... We'll have that. Let's play, and then we'll be back here on our podcast the week after that. But until next time, may the forest be you, and we thank you for through the, the chat.